Good morning, and welcome to your 69th meditation. Sex. Sex takes so many forms in our society. It can be an expression of love or an expression of power. It can be a recreational activity or it can be a currency that confers a certain kind of social status. It can be a functional act of reproduction or a way to become completely engrossed in the here and now. It can be ecstatic, routine, violent, tender, urgent, relished, mechanical, theatrical, honest, vulnerable, taboo, spiritual, and so on. It truly runs the gamut of human feeling and emotion, which explains why it is such a pervasive theme in all manner of discourse. It's all over TV, in shows, and advertising, and in the news. It's in the movies we watch and the books we read. It's discussed in academic circles and is often one of our favorite topics of conversation with our friends. It's the reason we are alive, and it can often feel like the genuine purpose of our living, a raison d'etre which is also an expression of a vast range of human emotion. This sounds like a phenomenon that deserves some serious respect, does it not? And yet, the sheer ubiquity of sex obfuscates its importance. We're so overexposed to it, and yet, in many ways, it remains hidden. We talk about it so much, and yet, most of us are raised to view the topic as somewhat taboo, and are more or less discouraged from talking about it. Instead of being sexual agents that can make clear, individuated opinions about sex, we're often more like sexual consumers, who are sold myths about sex that we subsequently adopt. One particularly powerful and lasting myth is that of the singular nature of, and the crucial importance of, the orgasm. The male orgasm in particular. Perhaps the requirement of male ejaculate in the act of conception has led us to construct a highly goal-oriented narrative about what sex is supposed to be. As though we've conflated or confused sex and conception, sex and penetration, sex and male orgasm. But even a moment's reflection will reveal to us that this is a mistake, that so often Sex is not goal-oriented at all, let alone oriented around a goal so extreme as generating new life. That sex can be exploratory, open to possibilities, unprescribed. It can be like a conversation, discursive, aimless. And perhaps, if we try our best to shed all the expectations of what sex is supposed to be that we're constantly absorbing from the world around us, if we let go even of the expectations we've developed from our own past experiences, and simply pay attention to what we and our partners are feeling in the moment, then it could be a source of spontaneous and novel pleasure. So consider all the ideas you carry with you about sex. Talk about them. Deconstruct them. And then, 
See if you can't free yourself of them, and thereby assume agency over this incomparably important aspect of your life. Keep it up. You're doing great. Have a wonderful day. This podcast was brought to you by Odium.